0: Introducing Blackened Cigars, M81, by Drew Estate. A dark, bold, and unapologetic cigar collaboration. My job is all about taste. So when James mentioned he wanted to create an exclusive cigar, I was stoked. Like Metallica, Drew Estate has some of the most hardcore fans out there. I've known Rob Dietrich for years, and when he approached me to collaborate on this, we couldn't be more excited. I mean Metallica, Blackened Whiskey, and Drew Estate, what could be a better passion project. We all came up with a vision of what a blackened M81 cigar would look and taste like. M81, Metallica formed in 1981, as you can see right here, just so I don't forget. <laughs> and now you won't forget, because it's on this. We needed to craft a cigar unlike anything in our portfolio. We'll never take cigar fans on the deepest, darkest, heaviest journey into the mystical world of Maduro. Full-bodied with notes of espresso, leather, And dark chocolate, a wrapper, a binder, a filler that is all Maduro, and they're all grown in separate places. You talk about a heavy leaf cigar, this is beyond passion. This shit is straight amplification. Blackened Cigar M81 by Drew Estate is bold, rich, and powerful enough to satisfy the most experienced cigar connoisseur. But also balanced, that new cigar lovers can enjoy its tantalizing smoking experience as well. Blackened Cigars M81 by Drew Estate.
1: And now from Cigar
0: Dojo Studio Lot B, your hosts Robbie Raz and Randy Griggs. <laughs> <laughs> we probably should have talked to them about that before we went live. Welcome yes. back to Flavor Odyssey. I'm your host Randy Griggs. We are not going to be joined by our our usual steadfast uh-huh. host Ro- Robbie Raz. So uh, uh-huh. you've got uh, we've got the best fill-in in the yeah. business. I'm joined by Master Sensei Eric. How you doing tonight? I'm coming off the bench. I'm
2: coming off the bench. Nice. Um, I'm ready to. I'm ready to play. Oh. I'm. I'm next man up! Uh, yeah, I'm next man up. You know, like <laughs> you got to just be ready. That's you know uh, when preparation meets luck or whatever. I don't know how does that go. Then I'm ready to play. I'm ready to be when in this. When preparation
1: thing. meets H.
2: Yes. When preparation oh. meets H. Oh my that's, god, that's that actually took
0: me a second to get. Well done.
2: Well done. <laughs> Randy,
0: I am ready to rock and roll tonight with you, my friend. Awesome. Welcome back to Flavor Odyssey. Glad everyone can uh, join us. Please, uh, we'll take care of our our housekeeping, so I remember to do this. Uh, Please go ahead and share the show on your social feeds, wherever you're watching it, whether it be YouTube or Facebook. (laughs) And, uh, and, yeah, subscribe. Hit the notification button. If you're listening to us after the fact on one of our podcasts, please rate us four to five stars, ideally five. Write, Write a review. Say, you know what? These guys... They can be a little, little bit odd sometimes, but it's fun. You know, I, I learned some stuff about flavor. I learned some stuff, and, and hopefully we guide you to, to, to get out of your comfort zone and, and try some new things and have some aha moments, as I like to say, in flavor. Uh, but here we go. It's yeah. Wednesday night, Flavor Odyssey. We are continuing on our final segment of season yeah. six. Uh, I think that makes this uh, segment six of season six, um, where we are covering mm. trends all season long. We yeah. have covered the trends of the best cigars from last year beer yeah. trends in the market today cigar trends through innovation we have covered cocktail trends we have covered what was the last one we did we covered one more trend uh, uh, this other the, trend that was really good and cool beer that, trends. That, yeah, well, we did that one. Okay. Uh, but tonight we, we we are doing trends in ready to drink canned cocktails. It's kind of like the 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 baseline. We're getting outside of that. This is a little bit of a subcategory of that tonight, as we are actually touching on uh, ready to pour or ready to serve uh, cocktails. Randy, you so can say
2: yep. Randy, you can say that mm-hmm. this is kind of inception because it's like a trend mm-hmm. within a trend within a trend. Yes, right? ex- ex- exactly. Yes. The trend section. <laughs> so we've got it. the trend of these, you know, cocktails that are uh, pre mm-hmm. in cans because that's popular. But we're doing trends inside of that trend because you've been telling us, Randy, I remember this from Vegas a couple years ago when we we're hanging out in the pool, like getting ready for uh, TPE or, or what I think it was PCA. I don't, it doesn't matter. One of those two. And you were saying, you were talking about how this, you know, these, these pre-made cocktails yep. were going to be sort of the next trend. And here we are a couple yep. years later. And sure enough, you can't doubt Randy Griggs because Randy Griggs knows his alcohol. And sure enough, <laughs> like this is a, a major trend in cocktails. And we touched upon this last week on the show, guys, but if you're watching, a lot of you guys might be saying, oh, like they've had, you know, pre-made, I I, I got a, a, a pina colada like 12 years ago that was in a can. But but it's changed since then, huh, Randy? Like, yeah, yeah. like it, they're they're better than that now. It's it is it is become an actual, you know, something that, that even like craft guys might uh, want to get into. And we'll we'll talk about our our pairings tonight because I think some of the ones that we have, like these, are some really really quality quality ready to serve cocktails.
0: Yeah, no, that, that, that's perfectly said. The whole idea of having a ready-to-drink cocktail um, it isn't a novel idea. To to your point, Eric, we covered on this, you know, and I, I touched on the club, uh, you know, cocktails for, from from our youth. But it, it's you know now now we're talking uh, a trend within a trend within a trend because yeah. we, we, we 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 have a we have a trend as a culture that 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 we're we're paying more attention to what we're putting in our bodies, the ingredients that are being used in our food. In our beverages and and having a higher quality uh, experience with higher quality ingredients is something yeah. that that you know we've we 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 saw you know post World War II. I don't want to go too far back, but whoa, but whoa. You, you know the 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 industrialization of our food system was 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 like you know talking about going to space like putting food in cans where where it had this really long shelf wow. life and, and 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 going to this like convenient uh, you know from fast food to canned foods and the industrialization of of our diet was was this exciting thing for us as a culture and now we've kind of like we're we're springing back from that and going okay um, that was fun. That was nice. If we're stuck in a bunker, uh, post apocalypse, we'll, we'll need to know how that, how that whole thing works. But for now, what we really like to do is, is have re- really impactful flavor driven through really quality ingredients. And, 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 and I feel like that extends from, from, our, you know, the, the plates of food that, that we put on our dinner table all the way to the, the liquid that's in our glass. And so, uh, to your point, you know, uh, you know, we, we go from this, you know, macro, um, uh, anonymous alcoholic liquid that is spiked with artificial flavors and colors to try and recreate, manufacture of a-, a flavor profile similar to a cocktail to actually really thoughtful, high-end ingredients that are being used to pre-batch um you know uh, large batches of, of cocktails and then packaged in a convenient form uh so that we can make them fit into any occasion with our new on-the-go lifestyles and 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 our uh you know demand for for something quick and easy and and ready to to duplicate replicate anywhere we go you know as, as you pointed out you know when you when we I know exactly which trip you're talking about because it was that time I told you guys I'm gonna introduce you guys to Cutwater yeah. uh, cocktails and trust me you guys are gonna love it and we got the mai tais and we got the margaritas for the house and everyone was really impressed right and again it's and, and you gave that great anecdote last week um, where it's like well when we we're traveling we got the Airbnb are we really gonna buy five different bottles of ingredients so we can make cocktails for one or two nights that we're trying to to be there when it's like it's like a month's worth of ingredients you, you know right. I, I, Right. I, I don't I don't need that. But it's it's um it's replicatable anywhere we go. You know, you can grab a cut water Mai Thai, you know, in, in Tahoe and in Denver and Florida or in California and, and you're gonna have that same experience and, and it's gonna be uh you know convenient for whatever occasion you're trying to fit it into. It kind of seems like Randy like um
2: like this is a nod to um it's a nod to the fact – like it shows that the craft people that like like us that like really get into cigars or really get into bourbon or really get into wine or whatever like that there there is a market for us us guys we're, we're not going to be satisfied with you know just some stuff at the register right there right. you know right. where that you just pull off and oh okay like uh, kind of tastes a little bit like a margarita but you know i just really want to get drunk that's not really what's happening here like these are, the, you know, the folks like us, like me and you and, and Jordan and Matt here and the folks that are probably, you know, watching and listening to the show, we, we want, we're on vacation and we want to actually have a, you know, a decent cocktail. And a, a few right. years back, we started buying that, um, Barsmith's, um, mm-hmm. old fashioned mix. And that was sort of like the very first time I ever had a, a mixer. Right. That was like pretty good. Like you just pour yeah. some bourbon in that mixer. And it was it was pretty stinking good. And so now we've, you know, fast forward two or three years from then. And now we're getting these what we're doing tonight, ready to serve cocktails. Now, what distinguishes Randy, a ready to serve cocktail just from a ready to I guess you'd say a ready to serve cocktail is in the sphere of a ready to drink an RT, an RTD. But what differentiates the ready to serve cocktail?
0: Yeah, uh, that's primarily going to just be as simple as ABV, right? Uh, Last week we 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 touched, uh, we started the segment off with a Jack and Coke by Jack Daniels and a partnership with Coca Cola. They they can actually call it a Jack and Coke, and while we all agreed that it was a um, a a realistically. uh, Decent beverage and it had all the like quintessential elements that that you would expect to find it was seven percent again we touched on it last week when you make a Jack and Coke at home you're probably making something a little bit closer to 25 to 30 percent. Uh, alcohol, um, you're pouring it mm, over right. ice, which, which uh, you know cuts down on some of the heat from the high uh, ABV, um, and so that's that's what we're doing here tonight. So um, we'll, we'll go around. We'll talk yeah. about which which ones each one of us are doing. Okay, uh, this us started here. I'm going with the On the Rocks brand. Uh, this was the first one I had ever seen when I checked into a Las Vegas hotel, and uh, I was so impressed because the way that they have partnered with a a known and credible brand like Knob Creek. So they're actually using Knob Creek bourbon in this old fashioned for on the rocks. And this comes in at 35% ABV. This is a half a bottle. So a 375 milliliter bottle. Um, It seems like
1: ready. That could be, that is another quick way to identify this style of drink. They almost all have Knob Creek on the label. Jefferson's on the label. Um, we, bullet, high, bullet, high west, like that's a, uh, Besides looking at the ABV, another way is like they're gonna have one of those labels on there.
0: Right now, I, I, I'd be careful with that because we're seeing a lot of new brands break into to this uh, segment. Uh, but but the known. Uh, big brand companies are the ones that have like really paved the way. So that's you're right. Right now, that's what we're seeing on the shelf. I assure you, over the next year or so, we're gonna see a lot of new brands that have never you've never heard of before that are gonna have some story on the back about how they source their Kentucky legitimate bourbon, but it's not gonna be uh, associated with one of those recognizable brands. But but right now, you're right. That that's that's what's dominating the shelf space right now. Like you said, um, you know, as I've got Nob Creek. So let's go ahead and keep. Yeah. Keep going around and see what everyone's got. All right. So uh,
2: I found this one today. So actually at my Total Wine, um, they didn't have the On the Rocks because uh, that was what I kind of went in to get. Uh, huh. they, they did have bullet. They had one from um, – I can't think of the brand now. It doesn't matter. And they, they had a couple that looked pretty good. But I found this one from High West. It's the High West Old Fashioned. Now take a look at this, guys. Uh, this is at uh, Total Wine. But the cool thing about this one, guys – is it is 43% alcohol. Yeah. That is a banger, Randy. Yeah. Um, It's a barrel-finished cocktail. And as you guys know or may not know, um, Jordan and I have a little bit of history with High West. Um, We were going to actually do a dojo uh, bourbon with High West back in the day. This is probably like six, seven years ago now, right, Jordan? I think it was 2015. And we went out there. Oh, so almost 10 years ago. We went out to High West. We actually picked a barrel. Uh, but it turns out, and Randy can attest to this, the spirit world is a different world than cigars, <laughs> and uh, we never were able to like bring it all together and find a way to bring it to market. We had our barrel, we had everything we needed, but it was it was too tricky. So I thought this is perfect. Like uh, it's a high west old fashioned barrel finish. So that's what we're all drinking tonight. Um, I'll go ahead and say my cigar uh, that I'm going to do, Randy, and then you can, I'll circle back to you after we go through ours. Um, I, I decided that I wanted something that had uh, a, a little bit of a punch to it, so I'm going with the EPC uh, Pledge.
0: Mm. Oh wow! Uh, this was had-
2: our cigar of the year three years ago. Two years. Two, year, two years. Two years. Two. Was it two? Okay. So I'm going to go with the pledge. Uh, Jordan, what did you decide to go with uh, tonight?
1: I've got the. Angel Cuesta from J.C. Newman, uh, sort of following in their higher end, Mm -hmm. um, kind of following the American cigar they came out with formerly. uh, After they updated their factory, they have, like, a nice rolling room uh, where they have just a couple, maybe four uh, rollers that do it old school, like start to finish. There's not pairs. There's just, like, one guy rolling, bunching and rolling on every cigar. So this is in that same kind of vein, super premium, it's got an Ecuadorian Habano Rosado wrapper, undisclosed binder filler.
2: Matt, what did you decide to go with tonight?
1: I am smoking the All Saints Dedication because it's All nice. Saints Day. Man, that's a, that is a
2: brilliant pairing. Yeah. Good job, Matt. How awesome. did I not know that? Yeah, Darn very, it. very nice. So, Mickey well Pegg, shout out to Mickey if you're watching. Uh, Matt, did a little. Uh, he's doing a little uh, nod to you, my friend. Randy, what cigar are you going to do with your on-the-rocks,
0: Knob Creek, ready-to-serve cocktail? Well done. Well done. For full, full the full delivery. Um, you know, it's funny. I, I will say I had two cigars in my hand when I made my final choice. One was the EPC pledge. Really? Uh, so I, yeah, yeah that, that Are you that was serious? Little, yeah, yeah. That, that's right. You <laughs> wow. said that. I was like, oh, that's wild. Um, oh, but, I, but I get called basic by uh, Robbie uh, for duplicating things that I've smoked in the past. So I want to smoke something I've never smoked on the show before. So I... I it, plus... It was Halloween yesterday So I, I dug into my pile of Tatuaje Monsters and I pulled out The Bride uh, huh? The Tatuaje Bride is An uh, all Nicaraguan uh, Binder and filler Made it my father with a US Connecticut Broadleaf Rosado wrapper um, So uh uh, similarly to you, I was looking for something punchy uh, that 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 I was really hoping that um, going with mm. these higher ABVs, um, that the bourbon was really gonna stand out and I really like putting uh, broadleaf and Nicaraguan tobacco with uh, with bourbon in general. It usually makes a, a fine, fine pairing. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also, in yeah. addition, and I and I've got to show this because I, I want to see what yours is. Because uh, again, I, I I commend you because I'd never seen the High West uh, bottle that you brought to the show tonight. So forty three percent is is uh, you know you win the ABV competition, obviously. <laughs> but um, it's, the wait, uh, is yours no, an old fashioned too. So mine's also an old fashioned, but yours is a barrel finished old fashioned. Yeah. We talk uh, about how uh, how we see yeah. that um, kind of. Uh, utilized in other beverages, where I think that like doing a finishing um, really uh, helps to bring the real life experience uh, a little bit closer. Yeah. Uh, when you're talking about a, a barrel finish, uh, uh, you know you're you're throwing one more splash a, 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 against the, the the oak to, to really give it that that uh, real high quality and, and more Do real life. Do you go life. to a bar,
1: a nice bar or speakeasy, and they have like a barrel? You know, pers- the bar personally finished their cocktail on another barrel. You got, you have to order it. Like, there's no way you right. can't order that.
0: Right. No, like you said, the, the extra step is, you, you know, you gotta appreciate that. But, but I wanted to compare yeah. uh, the yeah. the color look of our the, beverages. Yeah, mine is very light, pale. Yeah, mine's yeah. quite pale. I was this almost is surprised. A, this is a deep is orange. Yeah, ours it, is deep. I'm it, not surprised. That's exactly what I was expecting. <laughs> yeah, look that's at exactly that. what I assumed. That is a really nice, nice that cup. Is that too. is a really nice color <laughs> for a, um, you
2: know, for something that you would just buy off the shelf? And I gotta say, Randy, this it's pretty viscous. this is super it's rich thick. and it's really thick. like yeah. I'm shocked. Like, um, I gotta say, like if you guys have this in your it's your total wine, you gotta try picking this up. It's pretty good, Jordan.
1: We were trying to calibrate. Like, if this is an 86 proof cocktail, what's mm. the What's the whiskey in it? Probably 90, 93. Yeah. Because, you know, it's going to get diluted a little bit by the yeah. all the other ingredients. It's got to be
0: 90 plus. Yeah, exactly.
1: So, it's, you know, you could make a higher proof one, of course, at home. But, this, but I was surprised, based on that calculation, uh, how uh, viscous this thing is. It's got a good texture.
2: Yeah. Randy, so, I, I'm really curious um, because I have one in my hand right now, in my left hand, that I'm going to show on the camera here in a second. But before I do... Um, I almost feel like this might have been one of the this product in my left hand might have been one of the the what do you call that a cornerstone or a, something that jump started this whole segment. We didn't do this tonight because I wanted to do something new, but the Jeffersons uh, Manhattan. Are you familiar with this, Randy? Oh, I'll be darned. I have seen that before. So, we've had this for quite a while, and it was actually at at Mile High today, and it kind of reminded me of it. But this is also a barrel finished cocktail, Um, and it's, I think, 42%. My eyes are really bad. I apologize. But it's also a barrel finished Manhattan, and this has
0: been around for quite a while, Randy. This is- I was going to say man, ahead of its time. Yeah, because right. This, this is a very new trend, and you're right. I do remember seeing that back in the day. Yeah, and, and I think you know it's one of those things where. If, if it hasn't been validated and I'm, and hopefully, you know, our, our show here tonight and what we're doing here with this segment, will validate some of these, uh, to, to give some confidence to the audience to go out and give some of these a try, whether it's the ones that you see here featured on the show or something else that might be unique to your region and something cool we don't even know about yet. Um, that, that, uh, that, that there's, there's, there's there's something, (laughs) there's something here for sure. Um, and, uh, so that's funny because you're right. I saw that years ago. I totally yeah. forgot about that product, um, but but I was holding up. So I just wanted to, to say so. I am going to do a little bit of an experiment tonight. Okay. I went ahead, ahead and I made the uh, world's greatest old fashioned recipe that we featured here um, as in, you do. in our as, as as I like to do. Um, well, I also have an Oktoberfest from uh, Smog City and uh, Topo Chico for for a total count. And I, I was thinking I wasn't sure if we've ever talked about Underberg. So I was going to take an uh, Underberg on the show the heck and, is and find that? out if. You, so perfect. Um, so uh, so anyhow. So so I have uh, the world's greatest old fashioned. Um, I have been absolutely hooked on this mm-hmm. recipe, and I I preach it to everybody that I talk to. That there's only one right way to make uh, old fashioned. That you have to make a demerara rich syrup. Mm-hmm. You have to have saline. And 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 to be honest, ninety five percent of the people that I that I preach this to and tell them that this is the right way to drink an old fashioned, people roll their eyes at me now people usually know that like i i I'm that guy that like I want to make a good pot of chili and so I, I start prepping three days earlier and you know three days later I have my chili and um, and <laughs> and like and now I've literally come up with a way to like take two full days to make a cocktail mm-hmm. and, and, and you know and quite frankly a lot of people just aren't interested in going through the additional steps of having right. the dropper and making their own saline and having the the fancy little uh, bottle that I use to make their Demerara rich syrup and I just say the word Demerara Era and people start to groan a little bit like here he goes again you know and and so but but i think about that reaction as i talk about how much i enjoy going through those extra steps to like create a more flavorful experience and and i think these are the people the people that groan when i describe how i now think the right way to make it old-fashioned is they're the people that the ready to serve cocktails are ready built for. You know, yeah. it's, it, 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 I, I, I don't want to think that much about it, Randy. I don't want to have four different bottles. I don't want to have to pre prep three different ingredients before I'm able to mix it together. I just want to kind of go to the cabinet, pull something out, fill a glass with it, and enjoy it. Um, mm. So that's, I, that, so you're doing this, tra- this show is dialed you're doing a, for those people.
1: A traditional world's best old fashioned, alongside. The ready to serve, so we are gonna do um, something similar. But we have the ready to serve, and then we're going to spice it up and turn it into a world's best old fashioned as we go. As we go, so we're gonna add saline and we're gonna add bitters. We're gonna add um, angostura and orange bitters and saline to this RTS after the after the break.
0: We're 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 all we're on the same page, boys. (laughs) I gotta
1: gotta say, I gotta see
2: Randy. uh, if comparing this to, say, the barsmiths, you know, adding bourbon to the barsmiths, I'm just imagining us sitting outside you know, the Dolphin Mall uh, hotel, and we have the barsmiths, and maybe we have some bourbon and we add it, or we have this High West. Jordan, I've got to say, I think the High, this High West is I would possibly
1: love, better. I would love to compare them side it's by side. possibly
2: I better than it's that. It's only
1: possibly better because if you used a a weak bourbon, this would be better if you used something nicer, then all of a sudden the barsmith becomes yeah. the better one, I think.
2: But, but they're in the ballpark, right? Yeah. Like, you could, I, I guess my point is, and I've, I, 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 you guys watch the show, I've drank a lot of bourbon. I know my bourbon pretty well. I know what's good, I know what's bad. This is a really, really, really good, you know, easy to drink. I mean, easy to make, just pour it with ice and it's actually really good.
1: Like oh, I, yeah. I, I would, feel like I would drink this any day of the week. I
2: would say this, guys, if, obviously, if you go to a really good bar, you know, Death and Company or whatever, or someplace that has a good bartender. No, it doesn't compare. And, and I'll get into the reasons why in a minute. Right. Um, but if you don't do that, it's better than most old fashions that you would get at like. You know, you're just your standard
0: sports bar or something. It's dramatically, oh, it's dramatically
2: yeah. better than that.
1: Not Andy. Close, yeah.
0: yeah. No, I I absolutely love it that you pointed that out. And so so you you started talking a little bit about yours. Let me just say, you know, my, my first impressions here as is, is, is I get into my uh, my uh, on the rocks version, even though it's lighter in color than I would would expect or, or kind of want to see, the the bourbon character is is very prominent. Um, you know, it, it has. I almost want to grab a bottle of, of Knob Creek and kind of sip on that and, and see and be, be able to determine if the like Knob Creek <laughs> specific uh, elements are, are perceivable to, to someone that like really likes that that brand yeah. specifically. But I, I this right out of the gate, it has it has oaky character. It has uh, a lot of prominent bourbon. It's not as sweet or as rich as uh, as the world's best. But, um, and and again, you know, we, we are drinking different uh, different products here. Uh, you with the high west bar- barrel finish versus the on the rocks. I'm getting, I mean, all the characteristics that I would ex- expect out of an old-fashioned, um, you know, now I, I wish I had uh, thrown some Luxardo's in and done the uh, orange zest and, and wipe. Uh, to to because I'm not getting any of those characteristics and now I'm so accustomed to having that orange and cherry kind of notes in my old yeah. fashioned I, I do feel that that's lacking, um, but but as as you said you know you can still doctor up from here to your comfort level and yep. and your accessibility to those additional <laughs> ingredients. Patrick, Jesus, Patrick, <laughs> it's a
2: family show, my friend. Uh, now, uh, Randy. Um, I, I was just about to say something super, super important, and then Patrick, <laughs> he said that, and he's, it just totally threw me off. And now I don't even okay, remember. Okay, well what I can add. A, I was going to say.
1: Audience comment: <laughs> Yanni Miller says this is the equivalent of drink fear factor. How much sugar is shoved in those cans? Yeah. Uh, I mean, like you is know, there you know, a- it's
0: it's interesting that you should should say that because that's something that I was super curious about last week. Is we featured the Jack and Coke, yeah. and uh, it does not – because I checked, and I'm double-checking right now, but it does not uh, indicate – it doesn't have the nutrition facts that you would find on a soda, so it doesn't say how many grams of sugar are in there. Obviously, we know that uh, that a Coca-Cola has, if I'm not mistaken, I believe close to 40 grams of sugar. It's, it's, it's high yeah. you know, relative to, to other things that we drink, and, and so I, I am I, curious about I'm that.
1: I'm not uh, particularly – concerned about it. I mean, I know what an old-fashioned tastes like, and if it yeah. was way too much sugar, I would taste it. Like, it's not overly... Yeah,
0: overly I was gonna sweeter. say, the, this doesn't taste sweet to me at all. Uh, like I said, I get a much more rich sweetness from, from the Demerara um sugar edition that, that I put in the classic old-fashioned, yeah. I don't know what the, the grams of sugar, uh, you know, result of the way I make old-fashions are normally, so I wouldn't even have anything to compare that against, but, but yeah, this isn't this doesn't come across at all like we said, we we're kind of covering the full spectrum in, in shows one and two of this segment that we started with the like really like mass global name produced yeah. Jack and Coke going to uh, something that's um, that's at least marketed to be a much higher quality higher level in- ingredient yeah. product. I get no artificial characteristics out of this at all. I get no yeah. uh, you know su- sweetness that that is you know off putting. Tastes like a tastes like an old fashioned. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. simple, I, but it's an
2: old fashioned. I agree. Um, and, and if you guys, I know uh, we've been, we've kind of been pumping the show for a while, and we were curious to see how many of you guys were able to to go out and find uh, a ready to serve mm. cocktail. And so if you have done that, uh, please post uh, with hashtag pairing what you're drinking and what you decided to pair it with and what, uh, how you feel about it. And at the end of the show, we will, uh, We'll award some lucky audience member the bragging rights to see who paired it best. Because you know what? Just because me and Randy and Jordan and Matt did what we did, uh, you guys might have gone an entirely different route. And that's what we
0: love about the show. So we'll be curious to see what you guys did uh, at the end of the show. I'm glad you remembered to to promote the uh, the pairing segment of the show. And it actually kind of reminds me of something, Eric. Really. Randy! Here we go. The last segment of season six is upon us. Can you believe it? Six seasons on this journey as Robbie Raz, Master Sensei, Jordan, Matt, and I bring you yet another trend on your favorite cigar pairing show, Flavor Odyssey. We finish the season with yet another deep dive into the trends of flavor of ready-to-drink cocktails. These mixed-up, buzzworthy cocktails make it easier than ever to enjoy a premium cocktail experience, whether you're short on time or ingredients or on the go. My favorite time to imbibe these beauties is on the golf course. I really like to present that I golf. I just think that without the support of our amazing sponsors, we would never get to travel on this journey of flavor with you, starting with none other than the one and only Drew Estate Cigars. Have you found yourself drifting into the mystical world of Maduro yet? You absolutely must try the new Blackened M81 and see what all the buzz is about. Brought to you through the collaboration between John Drew, Rob Dietrich, and James Hetfield, it is truly like no other cigar you have smoked before. And where else would I recommend that you buy this fantastic new cigar? Then Smoke In! Smoke in sponsors every cigar smoked here on Flavor Odyssey and has a courteous and knowledgeable representative just waiting to help you have the best possible buying experience with over 600 of the world's finest brands to choose from within Florida's largest walk-in humidors. Drop by any one of their 11 brick-and-mortar locations or visit them online at smoking.com Excellent, Randy,
2: as always. That was absolutely fantastic. I feel fantastic. like you were like, shaking your camera.
0: Like, that was, it was, it, was impressive. I was. I I I drank a lot of caffeine today, so I'm a little (laughs) jittery. So like the the whole building shaking a little bit as I as I'm doing this. Uh, So 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 I'll tell you. So yeah, I'm I'm gonna. I'm going to go for the gold here and, and see what I can do. i got to free up a glass. I'm going to pound one of these real quick. Uh, oh because geez. I do have a... a, a oh <laughs> I, I, yeah, yeah. Ready for a three-hour show, Eric? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Uh, so we I, go. I, I, I did, I did want to go ahead and just touch on another one. Because it's been one of my favorite uh, cocktails as of late. And I was excited that they have that. I'm, I'm going to get through this Old Fashioned. Old Fashioned Ooh. is going to be my official... Uh, you know, if we're doing voting, yeah. if if, if we're, when we're talking about the pairings, old fashioned is what what I'm going with. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to chug. My uh, my world's uh, Ooh, greatest old fashioned. That's what, what, a good looking cocktail. That is a good looking yeah, cocktail. Yeah, it is a look good looking cocktail. The color what, what, on what, that. What, what, what what bourbon did I u- use in this? Uh, oh, you know what? Uh, you guys all have bottles coming to you in the next couple weeks. I, I'm hey. working with a, a distillery that I'm so excited about. It's a it's a local small uh, brand called Sabbatical uh, okay. Distillery. They do a uh, a hundred proof bourbon as their standard bourbon and. You would not believe the percentage corn; it's all estate grown corn. Uh, they, they, they were a, a farm; they're they're a large agricultural producer here in California, and they uh, built a distillery. The youngest son of a seven generation uh, farming family decided he went to his grandpa and said, "I'd like to use one of the buildings to build a distillery." And um, and and so all the all the corn for their bourbon is estate grown. What is the highest? Let me ask you guys this: for anyone that That doesn't know this, what you know? All all bourbons are whiskeys, not all whiskeys are bourbons. Uh, A bourbon, very specifically, has a couple of things that that it has to check the boxes for. It has to be fifty-one or or more percent corn. It has to be all new American oak, and I don't remember exactly what the proof is, but it has to be a a very specific proof when it's put going into the barrel. Yeah, when it's going into the barrel, not yeah, it it can be proofed down uh, post. Barrel aging, uh, but it has to be a certain ABV going into the barrel so that it gets a, a certain level of uh, of extraction of, of the oak tannins and, and, and vanillins and made whatnot. In America. And of America. course, that uh, would be America. America. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, that, that being said, um, so that that's what I'm using for my my bourbon tonight, um, yep. h- hundred proof. I, I'm I'm really excited about. it Did you ever say the name of it
2: was? you ever say the name? Sabbatical.
0: Sabbatical. yeah the it's a you know take a take a break from life right. kind of lifestyle right, right, brand right, right. concept. Like that. That's a cool name. Yeah. So let me ask you guys because you guys are are well more versed in in bourbon than I am. What. Is your experience in learning percentages of mash bill? Because in, just again, for anyone that that hasn't looked into this, when I say fifty-one or greater percent uh, corn, uh, the other forty-nine percent would typically be made up of a of a variation of barley, uh, primarily, and some some wheat, potentially a small um, percentage of rye uh, for for bourbon, but but other uh, cereal grains. What is the highest percentage of corn you guys have ever heard used in a in a bourbon mash? Hmm. hundred. I mean, there's just pure corn whiskey, so. Oh, but would that be a, well, I guess that would be a bourbon. Well, depends on if they check the other boxes. So yeah. it could be a hundred percent. Okay. Yeah. I was surprised when these guys told me it's 90% corn. Wow. That's that a lot. That just. Yeah, it's, it's, it seems I extreme. I don't
1: usually like, like too heavy of a corn th- That's typically
2: That's typically the thing that separates the Kentucky stuff from everywhere else, including Colorado. Uh, we just had um, uh, Air Jet on the show on our uh, Smoking Live the other night, uh, mm-hmm. who's the master distiller for this right here, this 291. And it, it's really good. Um, but pretty much like all the Colorado whiskeys – and bourbons. And this is a this isn't an actual bourbon right here, um, but they all sort of have that corn flavor. And some people absolutely love that. There's no, I'm not. This is not a, a cut down in any sort of way. Uh, but that's sort of the thing, Randy. That I always say, like ah, like I just I don't want I don't want to be able to taste that note. I don't want it okay. to. I don't want that note to be a note that I can specify. Whereas with the Kentucky stuff, almost all the Kentucky stuff. You never you never can specify that corn note like you, right. you don't you don't ever like but with almost every other one. And there are some exceptions, I know. But, yeah, I'm not a huge I'm not huge on the big on the on the on the big
0: corn, on the high co- on the high yet. corn percentage. Okay, that,
2: And that's just me. That's just me.
0: Yeah, no, I I think the ones that I've looked into are are usually like in the '60s, uh, and, and then they then they have you know they'll they'll say oh you know we use eight percent rye, you can barely tell. There's it, it just adds this like nuance of complexity yeah. and a little bit of wheat uh, on, on paper. That sounds. Uh, better. I really like this bourbon. I, like you said, I'm going to send you guys some because I, I want your honest feedback, and I want want you to tell me what what you think it kind of compares to of right. of other bourbons on the market, um, so so that I can steal your tasting notes and use it in my sales pitches. Now, jo- um, but <laughs> Jordan, I, I, real
2: quick, Jordan, um, you often hear uh, people talk about a weeder. It's like so yes, they'll say it's a weeder. That,
1: um, so that would replace the rye component. So okay. you still have the same. Fifty-one percent corn uh, constriction, but then you you would have the the malted the uh, the malt, and then you have the the wheat instead of the right.
2: A lot of like Weller Weller would be. Uh, I was just about to say. It,
0: of, isn't um, Pappy known to be a a weeded? Yeah, cause that's all the
2: same. That's all the same stuff. Like right, like that comes out of the same area. So right. yeah. Um, and I, that, that to me, I don't know why. I don't know why. Maybe it's just me, but uh, that's. That's sort of the area I like to live in. Is is those little higher wheat content ones? Just to me, they taste better, but uh,
0: maybe to you, they don't. Uh, Randy, uh, real quick, uh, how's your pairing going? So so far, uh, it's it's going beautifully. I will say again, with the on the rocks, the the color isn't a bit off putting. well, is it, the is color it, is, is this, it off-putting when you see the color? Is does that, does it that make is. a difference it, to you? Yeah, it, 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 it is, but but it's it trans, it's translating to the flavor, and so okay. you know, especially as I'm sitting here and I've 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 really put it under the gun, uh, comparing it to what I believe to be the greatest recipe for an old fashion on, on the face of the planet is yeah. uh, it, it lacks some of the richness. It lacks some of that, that charred oaky character that, that mm. I, I really enjoy from, from bourbon. Like I like a darker, more viscous bourbon that, that has a, you know, a lot of sweetness, a lot of oak yeah. character, a lot of char character. Um, and so, yeah, for me, it's not just the color. It, it's definitely translating to the palette as well. And, and, and I'm not getting as, oaky of a character as I would normally desire but there's um, a cigar no, going with it Well, well and, and that's actually almost what's uh, putting um, putting it in, into this spot because I think a lot of the oak character is what makes this uh, drink usually goes so well with a Connecticut broadleaf, uh, cigar. You, you know, it's that richness that gives me that flavor hook that that makes it go so well. And so I feel like the cigar is actually overpowering okay. uh, the, the drink, which which is surprising at that ABV. You would think that there's very little that's gonna like completely wipe that off my palate. Um, but but I'm left with a lot more chocolateiness, a lot more earthy character, a lot more spicy, uh, and and, and mouth filling flavors from the smoke of the cigar that i'm getting off of the off the on the rock so it's 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 not matching up quite like i would have hoped Randy, all right
1: bill powers says ask randy hashtag uh this sounds like the start of a joke i'm not sure if it is or not basis why'd the bitters calm down the alcohol burn
0: hmm oh well there's an interesting uh question no that, that doesn't sound like a joke right that, that's a that's like a scientific question because, I don't think, I'm, I'm... <laughs> 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 because you never burn the, the I don't know uh, that's what you get for burning me in the first place no um, you, you know what that, that that sounds like a scientific question that I'm not know, full, fully we we ready to to I've, yeah I've respond I don't that. even did he, add, like, yeah. did he add
1: bitters and then it, I'm assuming he added bitters to his drink and then it, and then it calmed it down
0: hmm. Yeah, never, that, yeah I don't know Yeah I was going to say I don't know that I've Experienced that personally I, I, I appreciate the question Bill We'll yeah. definitely look into that and, and get back To you if there's anything that we can find yeah. on that um, Obviously the the Bitters uh, so let's talk About the, the different character uh, the different Elements of an old fashioned real quick since We're all drinking old fashioned tonight um, and, and, You know wh- what do these things Do you know I see bitters um, You know again we would I've I don't know about you guys. Have you guys fully adopted this recipe as your everyday recipe? Or do you guys kind of still waffle back and forth between the classic and the, oh, the world's greatest?
1: I'm always going to world's greatest.
0: Yeah.
1: Awesome. That's, I'm glad that's to, my I'm recipe gl- now.
0: I'm but, glad to hear you guys were as affected by that uh, by that Instagram story as I was. Yeah. Um, the uh, uh, yeah, yeah. So, you know, when you look at it, you know, I'm now using... Um, uh, angusura as well as orange bitters and uh, t- to me those add you know nuanced layers of flavor additional spiciness additional like uh, little, little, again, they're more nuanced they're lighter flavors you know you don't necessarily pick them out but if you drink the old-fashioned then you add the bitters and you taste it it's it's a completely different drink um uh, again i don't i i don't know that i've personally identified that the burn goes away now when you add the demerara rich syrup that definitely cuts down on the burn that completely takes away the burn in my experience and turns it just into like almost too drinkable of a beverage in my experience. It's, it's like have woken up on a Tuesday morning and be like, what the hell did I do last night? Um, the, uh, he uh, said, so, so sweetness definitely cuts down on the, on the burn. I'm not mm-hmm. sure about the bitters, but that's an interesting, uh, uh, anecdote. Now,
1: I guess he said that he mentions it in his pairing, which we'll okay. get to later in the yeah, show. We'll, get to later we'll, the we'll show. find. It.
2: All right. Uh, I, I got, I, I alluded to this earlier in the show, Randy, um, Hit it. It, as we've been, we've been uh, bragging up on these uh, ready-to-serve cocktails, and they are really good. In fact, I, when I go, I'm going to Florida Monday, um, and I'm going to look for this when I'm down there uh, because yeah. this is great. This To me, this is better than doing... I think it's better than doing the Barsmith thing. Uh, Jordan may disagree. Yeah. I don't know. I, I like it. I think it's a much better cocktail. But here's why it'll never... Be better or equal to a regular cocktail, Randy, and that is the very best cocktails have a bit of layering to them. They yes. they change as you drink them. The bitters are typically sort of on top. Yeah, you, you know, want
1: to stir it up a little bit. You, you go for it. You, you may you have know.
2: some like like sweet uh, simple syrup more towards the bottom. This this I think right. especially. Uh, you could you could think of this in a mojito. If you have a mojito, mm, yes. um, where you have uh, a bunch of the sort of the sugar at the bottom, I, I like to call it like the nectar of the cocktail is sort of at the bottom. But at the top, you know, maybe you do a little bit of a floater of right. of the rum, and maybe there's that mint at the top, and so you have a different experience as you're drinking it, and that adds to the whole experience of that cocktail that's where these lack randy this is a uh what do you call that a homogenous homogenous homogeneous, sort of literally a the, of the,
0: the, the, the word i was gonna use coming next so i'm so glad we're, we're on the same page exactly when you're in, when you're introducing these ingredients as individual ingredients they have different weight to them to your yes. point they, they literally sink to the bottom or float to the top and so and, yeah. and you know I, I i've always said since i started smoking since we started this show i talk so much about um you know i love that the cigar industry adopts this word transitions that like the the best cigars to me aren't 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 the same flavor from from the moment you light it all the way to the nub but but like cause you and it's why we talk about thirds right it's like because because the the way they're bunched you literally get to like a kind of a different blend of, of of the liga at different sections that almost you know in my opinion the best uh, flavor experiences literally cause you to look down at your hand and think you know did something change right. from the last time uh, you know I, I took a draw off of this and so so yeah for, for me that, that's, a, that's a big thing for flavor is like yeah. something that keeps keeps you intrigued interested and in coming back to see what happens next kind of you know it's it's, it's like a good movie it's like if right. you know what happened at the end it kind of takes a lot of it out of it right. but, but if you're on the edge of your seat like what's going to happen in the next scene like right. what, you know wh- where where are we going with this story mm. makes it yeah. that much more intriguing
1: i, I think for though that reason um the uh barsmith is better uh because there is still that element of an actual cocktail being mixed up a little bit Uh, For you can choose your own whiskey, obviously, if I could choose a higher uh, proof bourbon to put in there. And I think the Barsmith is more uh, sugar heavy. It's more it comes across more of the Demerara style than this one is coming across more orange heavy. Mm. Uh, There's a little more orange than I would normally get in an old fashioned on this one. But uh, it's still very good. I would just personally choose the Barsmith.
2: Yeah, now I will. I will say, uh, for me personally, Bar Smith's gives me heartburn really bad, <laughs> and I don't. I don't know that this one, Maybe this one will as well, and I think that's that comes from the fact that the bitters is just completely mixed throughout. You know, homogenized throughout. You don't get to choose like in a cocktail for me, Randy. I just like a little bit, and Jordan he might like a little bit more. Yeah. Of, of the bitters and so that so there's all these factors but again like like right now we're like grasping at straws to like you know to to determine that you know yeah of course this isn't as good as a regular old fashioned um and so you know yeah we're being a little bit picky but we have to be in this part of the show
1: so, so now so, we've got well, the upgraded version boys so well I was I was version. just
0: about to say that so i I've done the same I've now taken and I've added orange peel luxardo cherries and uh saline to the on the rock on the rocks you can see it's picked up some color just literally from the luxardo um it's it's night and day this is this is so much more closer to Mm. what i would expect from an old-fashioned this is delivering in a much much more significant way than just straight out of the bottle on ice um so again No, I, I, I still haven't had to make my Demerara syrup. I haven't had to, you know, mix it up in my mixing glass. So this is still something I feel like I could uh, execute on the road. Um, the saline is a bit of a cheat. Um, I'm probably the only human being that travels with their saline dropper. <laughs> uh, but 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 but, but I, I this is this is a hell of a lot closer. It still lacks some of that oakiness that I that I really enjoy from the, the classic homemade version. Um, so I do feel like the on the rocks, uh, old fashioned is a little more diluted than I would like to have it be. But but I'll tell you, adding some some orange saline and, and Luxardo cherries have have made this ten times better than it is straight out of the bottle. All right, uh, I will uh, talk about my cigar pairing
2: real quick, um, and I'll let Jordan and uh, Matt uh, mention theirs. I gotta say, I can see now. I it, it's so satisfying, like when you revisit when you pick the cigar of the year. And then, like a few years later, you're like, "You still love it." Like, I'm so glad that we picked this particular cigar oh, as cigar good. of the year a couple of years ago because it is so good. And what I really like about this cigar, Randy, this is the weirdest thing, and I know Jordan's a big fan of this too. And I'll I'll just uh, touch on it quickly. Certain cigars, and this one has a Connecticut Habano wrapper. Certain cigars have almost a crunchiness to the smoke. Have you ever had
1: I Have you I ever had a cheese? I don't know what that is. Yeah, I, I commented on this on my last review and yeah. I, that is a signature thing for us for me like if you get that in a cigar it can take it to the whole next level yeah. and I don't know what it is.
2: This particular cigar has that there's there's almost a crunchiness to the smoke that you can actually feel in in your mouth.
0: I don't know if that if that's something that's it's coming. It's literally from, there. Like it's coming like, from the uh, Connecticut. We, 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 gotta, we got We got we got to work on this vocabulary because crunchiness is not a texture that is uh, capable I, scientifically I, of coming from smoke. I know <laughs> that's that's true. But have you ever? Well, it is, have you, is, salty, it, it, is it salty? Is no, it salty? No, it's
1: not. It, it literally is crunchy. Like you can actually feel it, like yeah. between your teeth.
2: Have you ever had? Oh. Have you ever had an aged Asiago cheese, and? There's a, a bit of a crunchiness to it. Or have you ever had a pancake where the Bisquick doesn't completely yes, mix yes, in? You get a little bit of that. Yes. You know? That kind of that's, concentrated flavor. That's, that's what I'm talking about here. This cigar has that. Like when I take mm. draws off of this uh, APC Pledge.
1: It's almost always from Connecticut tobacco.
2: I, I get that, and I just huh. love it. There's something about that I love. This is a great pairing. I, you guys know, if you watch Flavor Odyssey on a weekly basis, I'm probably the toughest critic. I think I've had more thumbs down than anybody, and so I rarely, rarely ever give thumbs up. This, to me, is a thumbs up in spades. I love this pairing. The drink oh. is better than I imagined, and the cigar oh. is going perfectly with it. Jordan, what do you think with your uh, your J.C. Newman and the, and the cocktail?
1: Uh, it's going great. Uh, the cigar... Is medium-bodied. The drink is medium, medium plus, maybe. Um, i On the first round, before I upgraded the drink, the, uh, the cigar. I, I feel like it might be Corojo. I don't know if it actually is. They just listed it as Habano Rosado, uh, but I feel like it might be Corojo because it has this saltiness to it that I really enjoy, which was adding sort of that saline element to the cocktail that I would that I've added now in the upgraded version. Um, so they were going very – they were they were pairing very harmoniously together, um, baking spices, cedar kind of uh, brown sugar in the cigar, similar kind of flavors with a little bit too much orange in the cocktail, I would say, if I was being picky. But you know what? This is a great pairing. Uh, I would definitely buy this again. Uh, I'm up in the air between the Barsmith and, the, and, the, and this version of the RTS cocktail, but uh, I would definitely turn to it again as a thumbs up.
2: Uh, Matt, what do you think of... Uh, remind us that you're pairing, and then uh, what do you think?
1: I'm smoking the All Saints Dedication. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, this pairing's great. Um, the Before we did the upgrade, the sweetness of the drink and the sweetness of the... There was a little sweetness in the cigar, and I could pull it out. But now I'm getting a lot of cinnamon from both. But what, I guess what I'm saying is the cigar and the drink are, like, matching perfectly with whatever... Whatever I do to the drink and smoke the cigar, they they just kind of match in perfectly. It's what do apparently. you guys think? Wow, like, on this upgraded version, we only added the saline and the bitters. I think the texture increased like quite a mm, bit. Yeah, yeah, it's and, like way better. And there's a lot of cinnamon now. Yeah, Randy, I think
2: cinnamon. I think what we're saying is honestly is a testament to this category of RTDs, the the ready to uh, the ready to serve stuff. It seems like a major, major upgrade. I know we're comparing it to last week, kind of. But it seems like a really, really big major upgrade.
0: No, and, and that's honestly, I'm excited about that. Is is what we try to achieve here on Flavor Odyssey. Is, is just to kind of let people know what's out there on the shelves. If, if you haven't been, uh, you know, going outside of the the aisle that you're comfortable with in in total wine, that there's some new stuff out there that you you need to go and take a look at. And no, I'm I'm highly excited about this. Like like I said, the the on the rocks um, old fashioned got much better by by upgrading it and, and, and adding some additional uh accoutrement if you will accoutrement. um but but i i think from just our descriptions and it, you know the pairings in general i think you guys uh got the superior um bottle that's available on the shelf uh, i i think it sounds like high high west is is a highly recommendable uh, the on the rocks. If you're an everyday old fashioned drinker, which um, I'm, I'm getting there in in life. I'm not where you guys are, but I'm drinking old fashions more and more throughout the week. Um, this is suitable it's for you know on the go if you're in a hotel and you're looking for an experience and you're not trying to to go all all out uh, it, it fits the bill but it falls a little bit short for me uh especially when it comes to the pairing and and again you know i i went with the tatua bride that has all nicaraguan uh binder and filler with the um american connecticut uh broadleaf Rosado. It's it's not holding up to, to to this the way I would typically expect. Um, so you, you know we're, we're we're all learning together here. But but yeah, I this new this new wave. And again, like I continue to say, what you guys see on the shelf now, if you if you have two shelves of this in your total wine today, I guarantee you by the summer of twenty twenty four, there's going to be an entire six shelf four foot section of these. Uh, of these offerings out there for you to choose from. And so I, 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 do expect to see a lot of new brands continue to get into this space. Um, so it's exciting to be kind of early in this trend, but it, but it's uh, also exciting to see that there's such high quality products like High West is obviously put out there the On the Rocks one again it's it's the high it's the most marketed you see these commercials on ESPN it's out there everywhere um, it, you know I, I I see displays of this in my grocery stores every time I go out into the market um, it's it's good it's it's functional um it it falls a little bit short you could probably do a little bit better even though they're using the uh, like i said just the the chance that they get to use knob creek on their label is going to give some credibility but there there there's there's other products out there and uh, but it but it feels like they're doing a good job of creating a scenario for us that we can create more on the go, uh, uh, you know, occasions where we can get into these cocktails without having to buy nine different uh, ingredients to make them.
2: Well, not only that, but just the, uh, you know, the convenience of on the go, you're, you go to yeah. the beach, you yeah. know, and even if you're, you know, if you're kind of a, a old fashioned nerd and you you really only like the world's greatest old fashioned recipe, you could be happy with this hanging out on the beach, pouring it into a glass of uh, ice cold, you know, a glass of ice. It'd be great.
0: Yeah, uh, it's it's a it's a hell of a lot better of an option than than just uh, you, you know. I'll tell you, it's a it's a superior experience than the Jack and Coke at seven percent. Yeah, yeah. If, yeah. If, if that's the if that's the experience you're looking for 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 the like craft cocktail bar experience, that at least now you know that there's an option out there for you that's a, a little bit more approachable and easy to achieve. I'm gonna just throw in there. I know we're get, getting. Yeah, I uh, some reason late. I've not...
1: just activated the poll, so please go and vote because I was <laughs> yes. a, I was a little bit late. So go vote, guys. Let's go.
0: You you know, and I've got to say, you know, I I I love I've noticed some comments in here. Randy Harrison, I got to give yeah that woman credit. She she mentioned how much she loves Sagamore Spirits. I've actually got a chance to go and tour the Sagamore uh, facility in in Baltimore. Um, Fantastic rye. Um, There's a a whole other list of comments going on. Joe Machado brought up the Horse Soldier weeded. Uh, whiskey uh, refers to it as fantastic. What, what you failed to mention, Joe, is how great that bottle is. I'm, I mean, you can't. Yeah, yeah you really. Oh, wow. you're, you're, that's a bottle <laughs> I've never seen one. No, that's a bottle. Uh, no, but 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 I just wanted to throw out there as, as as I I'm I'm going through and drinking these, the On the Rocks Espresso Martini, crafted with the effing vodka. Um, is uh, what's in my glass right now? Now and, those you can find
2: typically at like Whole Foods.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, I I'd be surprised if you couldn't find them at King Super. To be honest yeah. with you, Kroger, Kroger uh, so Publix for for the those of you on the East Coast, Kroger proper in the Midwest, um, uh, on the rocks is everywhere. Yeah, Whole Foods is definitely bought in in a major way with the on the rocks brand. The and vodka. Uh, based uh, Randy, real uh, quick. Oh, sorry, I don't, I don't mean marching. to interrupt you. I don't. No, go but ahead. How 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 does the
2: Krogers and the Whole Foods get away with selling these? Uh, because they're almost essentially a spirit, and but they don't sell spirits. Like, uh, they are spirits, but what do you, uh, they don't sell bourbon at Whole Foods. <coughs> they don't sell bourbon. In, in 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 king
0: supers but yet they can sell these is there how does that I, work i i think you've introduced some new information to me that coders <laughs> doesn't carry spirits no, they um don't. no they don't they just that's carry a, that, i that it's state to state though. is it oh okay. yeah it, it, yeah. it, oh, it must know, be a state to state uh, oh, yeah. thing uh so in a future episode we do have um you know we'll we'll go ahead and and, and Try and rip through all the information we can here Towards the end of the show We are going to take the next two weeks off From Flavor Odyssey As uh, as uh, some folks are traveling for the holidays And we're going to be doing some things So there will be a two week break uh, From tonight's show Until um, episode 3 of this segment uh, But in episode 3 We are actually going to be touching on uh, Something that, that that kind of touches on that Eric We're going to be seeing okay. some, some wine based uh, ready to drink cocktails? Oh, interesting. Um, that, that is going to change the game entirely because uh, because of alcohol laws, state to state they they, they differ and from from retailer to retailer. Um, so everyone's clear. The way alcohol licenses work in the United States in general is there's two major like classifications of licensing. Um, one that will allow you to sell beer and wine. And it's a completely separate license that will allow you to sell spirits. Uh, to be able to carry an On the Rocks brand product, you have to have a spirits license. Okay. Um, so if if you have a store, Eric, that is carrying On the Rocks, but they're not carrying Knob Creek bourbon, that's, uh, that's a decision that they're making that I'm not fam- that familiar with apparently. That might be a Colorado area. thing. Yeah, yeah, uh, because uh, the, this is spirits. There, there's no question that this okay. is using a uh, uh, base spirits. Now, uh, what we are seeing, another trend that we're going to cover in this segment, is wine-based RTDs that is going to be creating and manufacturing these flavors using juice as the primary uh, source of alcohol rather than either corn or, 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 or barley. Mm-hmm. They're going to be using apple juice. In in a lot of cases to create and and then add on tannins and 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 oak uh, uh, adjuncts that our friend Robbie Raz sells for a living now um, to be able to try and recreate and manufacture those flavors those are going to be able to be carried at a wine and. and a beer and wine licensed retailer, um, and, and give you a similar experience without having to find a full fledged bar. Now, again, a grocery store that's making those decisions. Some of that is just uh, a business model. It might be a state law, uh, for Colorado that, um, that you've now introduced. Now I gotta go look that up. Um, but yeah, if you see on, on the rocks, there, there's nothing in my experience or, uh, or knowledge that would prevent them from carrying knob Creek bourbon at that same location okay uh, so so we'll, we'll look into that yeah, but, I, but I did I did want to just say real quick yeah, the sorry. espresso note in the espresso martini from on the rocks I, I put this in I, I did leave my I, I threw some mo cherries in this as well this is is going much better with my cigar it oh, has much nice. more more, threw more multiple rich cherries Goodness, yeah. I like that. bro. I'm a baller. I buy I buy Luxardo cherries by the crate, bro. Yes. I, I guess I'm doing yes. well in life these days. I don't know if you got the memo, uh, but but no, but the uh, the the espresso note and this this comes across much more similarly to how I would make an espresso mm. martini at home than the on the rocks uh, old fashioned versus my homemade one. So, All right, I would
2: love week. to see, Jordan, what uh, the audience has paired tonight, and we will uh, pick Let's go! We'll pick a winner, and you guys get bragging rights for an entire week. Um, right. Here we go. Let's go. This is
1: what we're working with, people. Right. Joe Machado's pairing on the rocks, jalapeno, uh, pineapple, margarita, and Ooh. a Neanderthal. Wow. The drink is spicy and sweet. The cigar stands up to the pepper in the cocktail. RetroHale is where they marry beautifully. Double thumbs up.
2: Wow, that's a crazy Ooh, pairing. That's crazy. That is, a, that is a insane. Normally,
1: I would say a margarita with a Neanderthal is crazy, but yeah. the jalapeno, elemental. Yeah. Oh, maybe. Maybe.
0: If, if I can just pause you real quick, Jordan, uh, and I normally wouldn't tell you guys what trends we, we considered but then didn't go with. Uh, it is its own trend within RTD, uh, spicy. Uh, mm-hmm. So agave-based is one trend, spicy is a whole nother trend, and we're seeing a lot more Habanero, serrano-based uh, cocktails that have that spice characteristic, and, and you'll see it in your cocktail uh, menus for for your high-end cocktail bars as well. Um, so so hats off to you, Joe. That that is a that is right. a on, on the edge and 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 really like compelling pairing. Edge. That, that, you know, that edge. Uh,
1: Stephen Moses got on the rocks, old-fashioned with Merci Lago, getting some nice earthy black pepper and mm-hmm. sourdough with a hint of chocolate. That's working well with the sweet knob creek rts i did add some saline and a dash of orange bitters this is delicious mm,
2: Nice. Yeah, that seems that like great that seems like that would be a good yeah, pairing Sounds
1: great
0: yeah, yeah that's all
1: uh now we're getting to bill powers this is you know earlier in the episode yeah he was saying some weird things we were like what is bill talking about here we go uh he's pairing a dojo dogma 10 with a bullet old-fashioned of course the cigar is oh. phenomenal the old-fashioned comes out and, is, and provides a heavy burn of alcohol at the back of the mouth. And I felt something was missing according to my pref- preferred taste. Added a couple of dashes of Angostura and orange bitters, and it killed the alcohol burn completely. Much better huh. now to pair with the fantastic smoke. I got to say. And he was saying that the bitters, you know, earlier right, was yeah. like, why would the bitters take away the alcohol burn?
2: Randy, the, uh, the bullet uh, RTSs stand out on the shelf. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you've seen those, but. Yep. Full wrap bottle, full very colorful. Bottle. Yeah, very colorful. There's well, a green one. There's an
1: orange,
0: an orange one. Very, yep.
2: very cool looking. When
1: when Bill first said this, yeah, I think one's the,
0: rye one's bourbon. Yeah.
1: Earlier in the episode, I was curious, like as to how uh, the bitters could take away some of the alcohol burn. But it's interesting now that we did the upgraded one. This the texture is quite a bit different than I expected. Like we didn't nah. add sugar to it. We only added. Huh. Uh, bitters and saline and the texture is quite a bit thicker which huh. would, would allude to you know taking away some of the alcohol burn it Certainly. does kind of make sense um, but I would I, you know there's only a few dashes that's it's kind of weird um, anyways we got Kev, Kevin O'Connor is doing a, a OTR Mai Tai t- and a Room mm. 101 Johnny Tobacco. the fruit forward Mai Tai is matching nicely with the almond and orange flavor mm. notes in the cigar
2: very good. Very
1: okay. good. And then we have Barry, Barry Bullet Manhattan cocktail with an All Saints dedication. Oh, he's almost nice. doing, well doing that. Well done. He said my Manhattan was better.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Uh That's all is that of them? It, Jordan? That's it. All right, what do you think Randy? What's your what's your pick? Can I you know just say I know I always talk too much when Robbie's not here. Uh but but, but I'll tell you, you know, we we always talk on the show about how we strive to just be like the guys you'd want to hang out in, in, in a hearth and smoke and, and drink with and, and be kind of like affable. I want to go hang out and drink and smoke with our audience. Yeah, I, no I, doubt. I, I, I just want to throw that out there. I love what you guys have done. Everybody's uh, contribution to the show for, for the pairing segment. Hats off to everybody. Yeah, you know what, well, I, Randy, well done.
2: Randy, Randy, just to, uh, to piggyback on what you're saying, I like that they're they're not just taking the easy path like a lot of totally. our audiences take is like taking some chances they're thinking yeah. through you know Jordan, what was the second one? the very second one that you you threw up there. I don't know if it was second the second
1: one was uh Stephen Moses had yeah. uh, old fashioned with Mercy Lago i
2: I feel like that is a pretty good pairing That was the one that stood out in but my it's the mind classic, one, right. It's, I it's, wish it's, he would have
1: said what the RTS was because it could just he could have just made an old fashioned like mm. I had to include him because it was like on the brink you know but uh um, I'm going
2: to pick I'm still going to pick him. I think that's I think that's a great uh route to go that uh that that Oh, but he did
1: later on in his note he did say it was oh it's a Knob Creek RTS.
2: Okay. So he's okay, got so he's, he's got, got what you've got. Yeah, he's got it. We're I'm going right. to I'm going to go I'm going to go with Steven uh, me personally uh what are you going to go with Randy?
0: Uh, for me it's it's Joe Machado. It's okay. it, it, I mean, that was that was you know r- really throwing chances to the wind yeah. going go, going with, with with a spicy agave um what what was it uh, throw that up there again Jordan so I can uh properly cite this. This is a on the rocks jalapeno Pineapple margarita with a Neanderthal. So you're yeah. talking about one of the deepest, richest, strongest cigars you know on the fi- on the market. With something that has some brightness and some acidity from the pineapple. That's it's got some spice from from the from the jalapeno. That's off the beaten path. It's it's not the classic. It's it's the <laughs> antithesis, really, really yeah, to yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, to yeah. what what Stephen Moses did. I, I tip my hat to anyone that's willing to like. Like, just put it out there and say, well, well, let's see what we can make happen here and yeah. see see where I find some synergies. Yeah, Take exactly. A chance, I, um... I, I think that's fantastic. I'm excited about that. Uh, yeah, Joe Machado, you have my vote tonight. What do you think, Jordan?
1: Well, I like where Joe Machado's going, but I don't think a Neanderthal can – I don't think that that heavy of a cigar can, can pair with – that much citrus i like the jalapeno kind of throws uh you know it throws it off a little bit so it might work but i just still think it's too citrusy to pair with that cigar um so i would go steven moses on the uh he's got the old-fashioned with the murcielago
2: uh what do you think matt uh what would you have gone with
1: oh man i'm with randy
2: Oh. oh, we have
0: a dead tie. We, yes. we really we want to try that. Perry. Well, yeah. We have two winners tonight. Yeah. We, we, the first time in, in the history of Labor yeah. Odyssey, we don't have enough voters to, to break the tie. We yeah. we, we have a, a dead heat. I, I think like that, that. Call, that calls for calling Randy out and saying, you need to send some shit out. I'm sending yeah. something to Joe Machado and to Stephen Moses. You both have won tonight. Yes. I, I, I have far too many. Uh, uh, stickers and coins that I need to get out that I haven't got out, and so this is this is it. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold myself to it. <laughs> okay. I wish I could find one of the stickers here on my desk. Um, Joe Machado, Steven Moses, please uh, go to dojoverse.com and uh, give me a, a, a private message of your addresses. You both have a, a little care package coming from me personally hey. and, and Flavor Ew. Odyssey. Thank you guys so much for for uh, contributing and, and being part of the show. We love what you guys bring to it, and uh, and really love what you guys brought. Those
2: new flavor Odyssey stickers are really cool. So yeah, yeah, guys. yeah.
0: They, they do no good in my drawer. I really need those out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we find out who won this so, challenge.
1: Let's find out what we're working with here, people. It goes something like this.
0: Oh, ah, no, trousers. No No surprise. Sensei's since, since got the whole deck loaded. He's, he's, the, he's, the, he's the real star of uh, no, Cigar Dojo. No, no. the, the rest of us are Audio ancillary. We're working
1: with Sensei <laughs> 71%, Randy 29%.
2: I think, Randy, I think the thing that kicked me over the top, honestly, I'm going to be honest with you, I think the thing that the kicked ABV? me over the top. No. no <laughs> kind of. Yeah, kind of. No, I think it was when we showed our drinks... And the color of your drink sort of looked like iced tea. And the color of my drink looked like an actual. An old fashioned. It looked like a real (laughs) old fashioned. I honestly believe that that's what. That was the difference
0: in the voting tonight
2: because, I mean, your cigar is obviously one of the more popular cigars. Uh, I I feel like that just the color of the drink might have
1: been the
0: difference. It's a good. Yeah, drink. no, no. Your your pairing has me excited. I didn't vote it for you, so I, I, I <laughs> fault. I fault nobody. I appreciate those that, that stayed in my camp. It? Like <laughs> yeah.
1: upgrade this thing with a little saline and some bitters. This thing is lights Yeah.
2: Up. Hey, Randy, right. we gotta we gotta do a little shout out. Uh, we gotta yep. do a little shout out to all of our uh, good buddies that are down for La Zona Palooza. Tomorrow. tomorrow night. We got a bunch of dojo guys down there. There's the uh, obviously Scott, yeah. Scott and the Colorado uh, Cigar aficionados guys. There's at least four or five of them that went down. Uh, nice. I'm I'm totally bummed. This is one of the only La Paloozas that I'm gonna miss, and the only reason I'm gonna miss it is because I have I have to go down there next week for something else, which we'll talk yep. about in a minute. So I couldn't go down there, but I wanna I wanna just a uh, little shout out, say hi to the guys that are. That are down there for Lozona Palooza. I wish I was Hell with yeah. you guys. I know Randy does as well. Randy, when you were at La Palooza, let me tell you a little story, everybody that's listening. Uh, when we were down there, Tread Lightly. The, the night that <laughs> normally we go at the the very final night, normally we go to a um, uh, the High League Gardens and it's kind of like a mm. kind of a dress up sort of event and it's a little bit more highbrow and there's a nice dinner. Well, that night when uh, me and Randy went down there, it was a storm. There was a big storm came into town, so we couldn't do that. So we stayed in the um, we stayed in the uh, uh, Espinoza warehouse, and we just kind of had a dance party. And Randy, I got to tell you, just like always, you made that event the best. Like you were dancing, you were having a good time. That was that a was good night, one of, That was one of the most fun nights of Lizona Palooza <laughs> that I've ever had. In a lo- and in, in large part due to you because you were having so much fun. Like, Randy, you know how to party. I'm kinda, I am kind of I kind of live vicariously through you because I don't typically, like, like dance or anything. Like, I'm kind of one of those guys that's just, like, standoffish. You're not standoffish. You just go for it, and I appreciate that. You're taking your shoes off. You're jumping in the pool. I mean, all that kind of stuff. That's what I appreciate about you so much. And so if me and you were at Lozada yeah. Palooza, uh, we would be having a great time. But uh, thank you to all the – the
0: guys that are down
2: there. I, I hope you guys have That's a gonna blast. Get, you're gonna have yeah. a great time in the next three days. So for sure. No,
0: no, no. Esp- Espinosa hosts one hell of an event. It, you you'd be you'd be honored to, to get a chance to be there. Support Espinosa every chance you get. They are. Uh, an amazing culture of, of of people and and of a brand, and you're, and you're right, Eric. That was one of the most memorable nights of my life, man. What a what an absolute blast! What 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 a show they put on! The people they bring through, the way they engage uh, their their fan base, and the way they give access uh, to to yeah. their entire company to to their, their their folks. The way Eric engages with people, man, it's it's one of my favorite brands in the world, and and Luzona is is one of the things that, you know, I, I hope to get to do a handful of times over the next 10 years. Like, I, I can't commit to doing it every year. But, yeah, it's, it's something I hope to continue to get invited back to because what what an event they throw down there.
2: Yeah, no doubt. All right, my man, uh, I guess uh, let's talk real quick about smoking yeah. on Friday. Uh, let's do so, it. Hey, guys, here's the deal. Uh, a week from this Friday... Uh, we will be at the Smoke in Boynton Beach store. Jordan and I will be down there. Um, <laughs> it is, Randy, it is Wagashi <gasps> time. Oh my Omigashi gosh. Wagashi is here, my friends. I am so excited.
0: So we so if will If you pre
1: order like 15 of these, all of a sudden you're going to get a bill for <laughs> a lot of money. So, what,
0: so, so when does that bill do exactly? <laughs> you,
1: you get 30 days. You get 30 days.
2: Okay. okay. Um, so yeah, so if you did uh, pre order. Luigashi, by the way, this is going to be, this isn't just, um, this This cigar Jordan, this is one that is changing the industry because this is essentially the Sober Mesa Blue, but in a new format, and everybody knows how great the Sober Mesa Blue is, this is the Sober Mesa Brulee Blue, but in a uh, soft box press, it is an absolutely fantastic cigar, comes in boxes of 13. Uh, We did the pre-order, I think, in uh, April or or March. I'm not exactly sure. It was sometime around there. If you like the
1: Sober Mesa Blue, but you're like, ah, man, it only lasts for like 60 minutes, this thing's going to, this is like a beefed up Sober Mesa Blue. So we and, will be and, down And we there. do
0: get a coin for every box we buy. That's correct. So hopefully, I'll have several coins uh, available in the secondary <laughs> market to help subsidize my cigar smoking. Uh, yes. Those will be available on my personal Facebook page. <laughs> All
2: right. So that's what we're going to be doing uh, a week from this Friday. But this Friday, we're going to have Bob the cigar guy on. And we're going to be doing. Oh, nice. We're going to be doing uh, a few of my favorite things. We're going to be talking to Bob about, you know, like. He's uh, a rough
1: guy.
2: What? What? What?
1: the
0: beasties. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, so imagine this, Randy. What would be your. I'm going to ask you this question because I'm going to ask Bob this question. Okay. What would be your. If you were on death row and you had your mm. final meal, yeah. what would your final meal on death
0: row consist of, Randy Griggs? I'd be a medium rare. Uh, you know what? I I, I was gonna say ribeye. I'm gonna go, go with porterhouse. Um, go? It, it, yeah, let's let's go with a porterhouse with roasted vegetables, I, I, including vegetables in your final meal. Hell yes, eat? man! Are you kidding? <laughs> I, 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 I I want a porter. I want a medium rare porterhouse with roasted vegetables, all topped with a uh, compound butter of oh, tarragon yes. and parsley. Um, and then uh, mashed potatoes with gravy.
2: Wow, that sounds amazing. So That's we'll great. be asking him a whole series of questions like that. But I want you guys to participate this Friday. And if you do, Randy, you mm-hmm. have a chance to win this box of what? the J.C. Newman El Baton. It's 25 Bellicosos. This is the Ooh. new upgraded Bell El, El Baton from J.C. Newman. So we want to thank it's the uh, up, folks from J.C. Newman. We're gonna be giving this box away, Matt. You're gonna be in charge of here. All Uh-oh. you have to, all you have to do, Matt, to enter is participate. All, you, all you've got
0: to do is trade Matt a Buffalo <laughs> Bills secondary player, and he will, he will, he will rig the contest for you. Yes,
2: <laughs> you. will win. If you are watching Friday night, this Friday night—that's uh, two nights from tonight—if you're watching and participating. You will be entered, and uh, we'll be picking a winner of this box of 25 cigars. This will look great in your humidor. And so that's what's going on this Friday night, uh, Randy, on Smoking Night Live. What about in, wait, not next week, not the week after, because we'll be traveling, the week after that on Flavor Odyssey.
0: Yeah, so uh, like I mentioned earlier, we are going to take two weeks off from Flavor Odyssey. We're going to miss you guys uh, significantly. 22nd. Uh yeah, so our next show will be on the 22nd. I'll try and do some live videos just kind of uh, touch base with everybody between now and then. Uh but we will be covering wine-based RTDs. Again, these the the, the trend here really is to uh extend this trend into all retailers. Um so we're we're uh, extend I'm gonna send that every- trend
1: Extend yeah,
0: the trend. There we I, I'm, go. I'm going to be sending the, the, these. Are, these are bad examples because the guys already told me they don't want to drink these. But uh, but Craftwell Cocktails is just one example of a wine-based cocktail that you can find. These are 10.5% ABV. As you can okay. see, I've got a peach. So ma- it's up mo- from Mojito. last week, but yeah, yeah, down you from know, this week. D- 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 yeah, yeah. The, the, these are going to be more in the like wheelhouse of still ready to drink. You don't need a glass with ice. You can drink them straight out of the can. Uh, but they're really going to hopefully uh, we're going to find that they use high end ingredients and give us a, a, okay. a, a real a, a, you know example of what you expect these cocktails to be normally. Um, so that's what we'll be covering on the twenty second. Do you know the final? Uh... Of course One. I do. Okay, and then uh, a week after that, we will be covering. Um, this is uh, it, be right, s- Randy? Oh. This
2: is the this is the piece de I resistance. For
0: this. this is this is the piece de la resistance. Uh, this this yep. what I have in my hand is just a prop. This is the Aurora Highball. I'm going to be sending you guys a bourbon-based cocktail that was developed by the Death and Co. Uh, team wow. from, from the Death and Co. bar, uh, based out of out of New York. They've now expanded into several other cities. But these are uh, of the highest level ingredients. This is going to be the closest thing you're ever going to find in a can, ready to go, that it's going to be similar to uh, a bar experience of of a high-end bar. So the Death & Co cocktails, you're going to find lots of uh, options in your Whole Foods that are going to be of of this ilk. They're going to be between 8 and 10% um you'll be able to identify them pretty quickly by the ingredients you know this one uh, that in my hand is uh woody creek vodka that's actually out of colorado with pear brandy sake green tea and mint and, and there's no mint flavoring, ladies and gentlemen. Mint leaves were actually used wow. in the creation of these cocktails, and uh, so we'll talk about how how we can really identify the difference between using artificial flavors and and real ingredients, um, and in the highest level of ready to drink cocktails available on the market today.
2: Wow, that's going to be amazing. I can't I can't imagine it being a, much better than this, but we're going to find out.
1: We Death are. and Co. Yeah. is they're the kings, like they're Aside from like England, like that is New York-based. Like that is what where we get like these like speakeasy cocktails that we all you know know and love today.
0: Yeah, De- Death and Go started in Greenwich Village in uh, in New York, which is one of the more high-end like uh, social uh, uh, hub and bub areas of New York. And, and, and we'll, we'll, we'll we'll talk about it. They, they're they're actually um, credited for popularizing the craft. Uh, cocktail trend that we see in our culture today, in general, you know, th- this is where mustache wax and uh, and leather aprons, <laughs> uh, you know, originated. Uh, so we we'll all we'll have get that into cocktail that
1: cocktail book, right? Come on, guys. I, right. I was gonna say, yeah, we'll we'll, go we'll go. talk about
0: uh, we'll talk about the cocktail uh, re- recipe book that they have. They did another one during uh, COVID called at home uh, that that is a little bit more approachable, a little bit more uh, accessible ingredients, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll cover all of that on the 29th so looking forward to that and, and, and if that's it Eric I guess I'll wrap this bad boy up and I'll do my very best Robbie Raz impression yes. by, by saying stay safe be kind to each other it doesn't cost you anything and we'll see you next time as the Odyssey continues